Is that me? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, right. Oh. Hello. Yes. Welcome uh, to the Twenty Three Twenty Five Filmcast. Yes, I'm here. Uh, I was Who's say that? Who are, say, Who are you? Who are you? I'm Riyad Ali, and I'm Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is that a clue for what today's podcast is going to be Probably. about? Probably. Is it about Spider-Man No Way Home? Fuck no. Oh. <laughs> yes, guys, if you haven't guessed already, today's going to be quite a big... Uh, should we do the intro first? Let's just get into the intro right now because it's yeah, big. absolutely. I've got... Can By the way, special Batman intro. You're not Rhea Dali. You're Daniel Friedloss. I am Daniel Friedloss. Yes. I'm Rhea Dali. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let's um, not confuse our listeners. No, yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so we haven't <laughs> changed, guys. We've just swapped. But basically, um, could Bradley Smith do like a Batman theme for us? Do you think he could? Let me ask him. Brad! <laughs> Brad! Guys, uh, today uh, we are talking about one of the biggest films to come out in quite a while, I think. Yes. Not financially, which we'll get into later. Not yet, though. Not yet, but not yet. Yeah, not yet. True. But we are talking about one of the biggest films to be, one of the most, okay, one of the most highly anticipated films in the last, oh God, how long? Decade. I'm going to say the idea huge. of the film, probably like four or five years because it started yeah. as something and then they scrapped it and it became something else. Yeah, then we should. Talk about that very briefly before very briefly. we go into the film. Yeah, because this we're, we're, we're talking about a film that we saw, which was The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. After so long of waiting. Fear is a tool. But when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call. a warning. Now, before we go in to really talk about the film in depth, well, mm. I suppose we need to quickly address the Affleck in the room. The Affleck in the room, yes. yes. Because this film started as an entirely different project. Well, it was like supposed to be part of the DCEU, wasn't it? It was, and Ben Affleck's Batman, who we've seen in... Batman Superman, Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad. And not Suicide Squad, you forgot Suicide Squad. Oh, sorry. Sorry, and not the Suicide Squad, just well, uh, Suicide Squad. That's going to be quite funny to go back on, actually. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And also Justice League, the Snyder Cut, yes. which is a different Batman. A.K.A. Zack Snyder's yeah. Justice League. Yeah, yes. which is a different mm -hmm. type of Batman than what we sort of got in, jo in the Justice the League. The fucking gummy bear <laughs> <Yeah>. one that <laughs> yeah. we got. Yeah. The poorly lit one that we got in the... But yeah, yeah. The, um, the basic yeah. story is this was supposed to be a standalone Ben Affleck Batman film. It was, yes. Yeah. Because, which, which, to be honest, should have come first. It sh <laughs> they should have done it <laughs> way before Superman yeah. came in. And it was supposed to be... It was written by Ben Affleck and it was supposed to be directed by Ben Affleck as and well, produced by Ben Affleck. And he was basically running this th show. Like, yeah. This was his movie. Mm. And um, a lot of people blame... Okay, so basically, he was. Th this was around 2017, 18, this was going to happen. 2018. Yeah. Because Justice League... No, no, it was 2016, 17, because it was before Justice League. It was announced he was doing it. Yeah. Uh, and then Justice League kind of ruined his chances of being in another Batman film because he hated doing it. Yes, he so, did. So, you know. Yes, but basically did. what happened was um, he gradually stepped away from more and more production roles. What happened was initially Ben Affleck was going to do all those roles we mentioned. And then he stepped away from the directing role and immediately gave it to Matt Reeves. So initially, mm. Matt Reeves was still going to direct this version of the yes. film. Yes, and that's a brilliant yeah. choice. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant 100%. choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing at the time, I was like, you know, oh, Ben Affleck's not doing it. 
I wasn't too disappointed. Because I have to admit, I wouldn't say I've I've been in love with Ben Affleck as a director. No, he's, he's got hit and miss. Some hit and miss, I mean, yes. Argo, his his um, Argo is very his good. Oscar winning picture is a very best, good out- best picture. Best picture out yeah. is a very good outing. It is good. Um, yeah, it's I a like good it. film. I, I, I for watched... us as well because it's about filmmakers. I think maybe yeah. that's why we connect with it more. And yeah. I watched it about probably a year and a half ago during the first lockdown, and I was like, oh, for, the yeah, fir- for the first time. Yeah. Oh no. Um. For about. I think the second time. Yeah, I've I was like, I forgot how time, solid yeah. this movie is. It, it's, it's really good. good, and it's and yeah. it's quite enjoyable considering the seriousness of the topic. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, yeah, very much so. So yeah. I, yeah, again, like you, I was like, yeah, okay, Ben Affleck, cool. Yeah. You can direct yourself as yeah. as Batman. Yes, but yes. I, I don't know how that would have been though, like tone wise. <sighs> This film, because th- this the Batman is yes. tone heavy. It's literally oh, yeah. you, you you get it from the fucking opening shot. Well, there's absolutely. Well, I wasn't watching this and thinking, oh, I can see where a bit of Affleck's influence was. Mm. And sometimes when a director takes over or another production team takes over, it's like you can see where it originally. Oh, a big, big easy example would be Ant Man, like the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know obviously Edgar Wright was going to direct it, and even though Peyton Reed took over, there's so many moments. Where it's like, yeah, that's an that's Edgar a, Wright moment. Yeah. That's an Edgar Wright swish pan that's an egg yeah. right edit yeah this film is like there's no Affleck at all this because basically guys what happened was long story short after he stepped away from directing basically he was directing another film at the time called Live By Night which yes. was that film set in the 60s I think yes never saw it heard it's actually quite good and basically he took on too much work so then he stepped away from the producing position no the writing position mm. and then he was going to give that to Matt Reeves and Peter Craig yeah. who went on to write this one then they stepped away from play uh, from producing, and he was just going to be acting. Yeah. And then he stepped away from Batman altogether because yeah. Justice League did so poorly. So and I think like, also yeah. uh, no more Batman. I think uh, Ben Affleck was also having some problems uh, personally like as well. Problems, yes. yeah. I so was, I don't really yeah. want to go into that, but no. th- you know that also contributes. He to had that. a lot going on at the time that was too yeah. much. For him. He couldn't handle the big movie like. And this. it's a it's a brave movie. The beginning but, of a trilogy as well. That, yeah. that, it, even when Affleck was doing it, it was envisioned as the start of a mm. trilogy of Batman. And it's a brave move because I even I thought. Ben Affleck would play a brilliant Batman before it was announced. Yeah, I, I was so happy was that he got it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, we were we were in high we were in high school when they were announcing it. Yes, 2014 I, it was announced. Yeah, that he was I rem- play Batman. Yeah, I remember when they did that. Yeah. And then Zack Snyder he he released the um the little promo photo with him standing mm. next to the Batmobile, and I was like, oh. it looked really good. It looked yeah. Dark Knight Return. He had short ears great... as well, and yeah. I was like, oh okay, fine. yeah, but, very much so. But then again, yeah. this, we're in 2022 now, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, and now we're at the Batman, directed yeah. by Matt Reeves. Um, yeah. and this and this is Matt Reeves's film first film since War of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, so yes. clearly, this has been a long time in the making. Oh yeah, cuz for him anyway, cuz well, I, yeah. I think what Matt Reeves even said to the Warner Brothers, he even said to Ben Affleck, he was like, "I like what you're doing with the script and stuff, but it's not what I want to do as bat- as a, as uh, for a Batman film." He said Matt Reeves did say it was a very well-written screenplay, but mm. it just wouldn't he would not be basically what he said was he would not have been the right director to have brought it to life. Yeah. Basically, he I think he I think he mentioned I think he dropped Mark Foster's name or something and said he'd have been good for it. And you mean the director of Quantum of Solace? I do mean that, yeah. Oh, God. But he, he was recommending, he was saying like what directors he thought would be a good choice, but not him. Mm. So the project began entirely fresh, I think in 2018, I think. Yeah. And then it was announced that Batman would be played by somebody else. Yes. Ben Affleck. Because Ben Affleck stepped away entirely. Uh, even though he is coming back in the Flash this year, but that's going to be his last time doing it. And it'll yeah, be a very small part, I think. Very small part. Uh, and now we have Robert Edward Bat- Cullen himself, yeah. Robert Ro- Pattinson, or Robert Battinson, Robert Battinson, <laughs> Robert Batman's son, yeah. which he auditioned yes. for during when he was filming Tenet. 
He did, of course. And yes. then he lied to Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan, saying um, the director of Tenet. Yes. He lied yeah, to him, saying, yeah, yeah. "Oh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm not coming in today. I'm feeling sick." And then Chris <laughs> just went, "You're auditioning for the Batman, aren't you?" And he went, "Yeah, yeah." Because <laughs> <laughs> they were only you. working in the next in the next back lot in Warner Brothers. They I think. were Le- 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 but yeah. Lepston, um, uh, how do you say the name? Is it Lepston? Lepston. Leavesden? Oh, Leavesden. Leavesden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. One brother Leavesden. Yeah. Right. yeah, they were filming um, it very close by. Yeah. Let's get on with The Batman. Can you give us a quick, well, as quick as you can, a plot synopsis of the film? Because it's a it's a narratively dense film, as we, as we said before. I just, I just yeah, actually, I just thought some of your Batman transitions are going to be really good for this uh, review. Well, aren't they? Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's yeah. do one. Let's just do one now. Right. Now, the Batman is... Okay, so this is not, like, connected to any previous iteration of Batman. It's not to confuse anybody. A lot of people have said that to me. So, oh, so I haven't seen the other Batman films. Doesn't matter. Don't have to. It, this, guys, this is an entirely fresh take on the, on, on the source material. But like, not an origin story. But not an origin story. It is... The thing with the Batman is it... Like I said, uh, I suppose they're doing that. They're kind of going the Spider-Man homecoming route in that, Good. you know, we've seen this character... So, most there's what probably two people who don't know the story of batman i would say so unfortunately if you okay i will say that if you haven't seen them you're probably going to be a little lost at times but even then i think it gets across enough of the information i think it gets at the beginning it gets across what is neat what what are the repercussions of the character's back backstory yeah you get that very clearly from the from the get-go exactly you don't need an extensive flashback for that i i think like i said spider-man homecoming did it fine Mm -hmm. there's no uncle ben in that universe no and yet it's fine you get what he's doing yeah okay so the batman essentially it follows this new fresh less refined take of batman that we have never seen before he is a he is young he has not been Batman for very long. Mm-hmm. Very long. It's been two years, I yeah. think, since he meant to have become uh, Batman. Because this film is set in twenty twenty. Is it set in twenty twenty two? I don't know, but it's a, it's a it world, is present it's, day. It's a world full of iPhones. Yes. And my jacket falls down on the thing. Okay, that was creepy. Um, yeah, it's a world mm-hmm. full of iPhones. It's a it world is, yes. full of uh, the, the, brand the, new Range Rovers. Social media, social media, social media, Range Rovers. Mm-hmm. It, it's. Yeah. I'm gonna say set in a fictionalized modern day. Yeah, it's it's a universe very close to ours. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's not quite as close to ours as say the Dark Knight trilogy is, but it is very like yeah. in terms of realism. But I mean, it in t- it's definitely very yeah. much close to us. And this film follows this basically Batman, even though he hasn't been playing, he hasn't been performing the job for very long, uh, performing the role of the hero. He's still feared by a lot of by by the criminal underworld yeah. that's he, formed in Gotham. He's not even known as like the Batman. He's just known well. They just call him Vengeance most of the time. Vengeance. Vengeance or the, yeah, the Bat it, with Wings. The Bat is yeah. very common. They do... Well, in, in the DCEU, he was just called the Bat. No yeah. one ever called him Batman. Yeah. And if anything, he's only, he only... The word Batman is uttered by uh, in words once as the Batman. And that's by Batman himself. Yeah. The rest is either written or mm-hmm. it's suggested as like... Rap, it's rap. text. Yeah, yes. usually the riddles, letters, especially, mm. which we'll get to a bit later. Yeah. Um, and essentially what's happened is the, the mayor of Gotham's been murdered. Yes. And I can't remember his name, but he's been murdered and it pro- it basically sets this whole, like, the, the whole villainous plot of the Riddler into motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, by the way, one of the best introductions to a villain and a hero ever yes. presented on screen, I yeah. think. Like, the way Batman and the Riddler, because this is their, their, this their movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie about Batman and the Riddler, and it just both characters introduced, mwah, beautiful. Can't falter them. Uh, the opening's very horror esque. Mm-hmm. We see the Riddler, like we see what kind of character he is. We see what his mental state is. Mm-hmm. We see 
what how far he's going to go to get what he wants and it sets his motive up so basically mm-hmm. so much so that they give him a presence even when he isn't on screen yeah he, he's in the whole movie even though paul dano has not that much screen time when you look at it but his again uh everybody has a presence in this film yeah everyone yeah. Yeah. and it all gets tested by the riddler's schemes to yeah. what well, what he does essentially is he murders a political figure yeah, he does. and that sets a, de- a really neo-noir detective story for Batman and mm-hmm. his colleague. Well, colleague. I don't yeah. say colleagues. It's only yes. Alfred and Gordon and are on Gordon, his side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bearing in yeah. mind as well, Batman, the police aren't, like you said before, they're not on his side. They're, they're still figuring out if this guy's a vigilante or mm-hmm. why is he involved or yes. is he just another and they're also quite And they're also afraid of him as well. They're, they're, they're yes. intimidated. They wouldn't obviously being like police they wouldn't like admit it mm. but there is a sense of fear in them as well like like everybody in the film but also a sense of silliness as well i think mm. they they kind of think what the fuck is this guy doing like i know it's halloween yeah, everybody's dressing bat. yeah, what, yeah. What the fuck is this guy doing because i think mm-hmm. he, it's not uh in a, in a comedic sense but they do call him no. like he's a freak he's a goof what the yeah. hell are you doing even mm. uh, yeah. in that shot when you go and see the first murder sequence they kind of just look at him and it's like he looks like a fucking idiot because everybody's all in yeah. in uniform and stuff yeah. he does yeah, yeah. he does stick out obviously he's batman but yes. you know it's like it's very fuck? well yeah but then obviously robert patterson's performance doesn't make him look like a goof it makes him look intimidating every he, mm. he takes the role so seriously yes. which is great i think we should start with that that's going to be our first point of mm. this this review retrospect okay guys we're gonna spoil the fuck out of this movie just yes. so you know. sorry ahoy. if we didn't uh reveal say that earlier you could put a digital spoiler warning in there spoilers ahoy too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of to, to unpack it's not the most spoilery movie in terms of like there's no just to so say no guys there's no big like, cameos or like green lantern doesn't appear in the movie oh thank god for that yeah so there isn't a ton to spoil aside from maybe the, all the spoilers the are basically plot elements it's plot elements yeah. yeah it's literally spoilers for if you watch it you're gonna know what happens mm. it's not spoilers like fan service stuff yeah uh so yeah spoiler warning there you go Let's talk about our first topic. Yes, which is... The Batman. The Batman. Himself. Title character. Yes, the title character. You wouldn't... Well, well, well I mean, not necessarily all these days. I mean, the, I think the Joker is basically the title character in the True. Dark Knight, so there you go. Um, what was your uh, impression when you uh, of, of, of Robert Pattinson well, after, the, after three times of watching the film? Well, well, really quickly, actually, when Pattinson was confirmed to be playing the role, I, I, I don't think our reaction was like anyone else's because, obviously... Think with Pattinson, he after Twilight. I mean, obviously, he's almost no well known yeah. before. He has not done any major blockbusters no. until Tenet. When he did Tenet, obviously. Yeah. But until then, he was doing nothing but indie roles. But he didn't get Tenet. He didn't get Tenet because of the of, of Twilight. He got no. Tenet because of his work doing indie films. Exactly. One of my favorite pictures I saw online was a picture of like it was like um it was like really this guy's playing Batman. It was a picture of Edward Cullen. It was like mm. no, this guy's playing Batman. And yeah. He showed all his pictures from. Good Time, The Lighthouse, High Life, all mm-hmm. his, you know, uh, all the other film. There's another film I can't remember, but he's he's basically showing off. That, dude, Robert Pattinson's an incredible actor, just so you know. But I'm going to go on record by he saying that. He is an incredible that. actor. He's a phenomenal actor. And I know he's known for Twilight, so but he's done great stuff. And mm-hmm. when it was announced he was going to play Batman, I was I was so excited mm-hmm. when I heard he was going to be playing it. And I remember, I remember actually, it was announced very shortly after I saw High Life which is a, an amazing French sci-fi film mm-hmm. and uh, directed by Claire Denis. And when I, when, when I saw it very shortly later, oh, Pattinson's going to play that. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that'll work. Yeah. He look, 
I can imagine him in the costume. I can imagine him as Bruce Wayne. I was like, hell yeah. So that was that was very exciting to hear when I, when mm. I first heard it. Confirmed. I couldn't imagine him in the costume, but we didn't know we had no idea what this Gotham would be, what the costume would look like, what the mm. what type of what type of tone they're going to go for, because clearly. No. Uh, the Batflex suit was clearly like Batfleck, a, yes. that's a that's a cinematic universe look. Yes, it's very it is, yeah. yeah. This is very yeah. much a practical. This is far more I think more practical than the uh, than the Nolan suit was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. think it's far mm-hmm. more functional. Mm-hmm. I think it's far more purposeful as well. Yes. Um, and considering yes, Batman is in his second year of crime fighting. Yes. He's still working out how this suit works as well. Yeah, he's working out everything about himself basically. This this Batman. And this was my favorite thing about this portrayal of Batman is this is a vulnerable Batman. Yes. Like this this Batman, he's he is so inexperienced, mm. and that is something I've wanted to see for ages. Because, like I said, we we'll, look we'll discuss other superhero films during this review because it's going to be inevitable. Like I said, things like Marvel, they're invincible as fuck in those films. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. you know, there's really we enjoy the action but there isn't really tension not really not genuine tension i know who's gonna die i know who's gonna live um but even in most origin stories as well straight away they're not like you said vulnerable like iron man as soon as he gets into the iron man suit he's vulnerable for the first flight and then afterwards he knows he he just knows how to kill terrorists yeah exactly exactly it's 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 too it's too instantaneous probably 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 spider-man homecoming would probably be the closest thing to be like not knowing how to yeah. Not not fully not being skill level hundred, you know. Yeah. He's still like learning the learning the basics, you know, like Spider Man Homecoming yeah. when he's um still yeah of course doing that training pro- protocol yeah. program and stuff like that. But even but, then, in Spider Man Homecoming, the problem with that is it's like it, it because it's a cinematic universe that creates a lot of problems. Because mm. like in Captain America: Civil War, he seemed pretty competent yes. in most scenes, and then in Homecoming, he's suddenly not. Yeah. It's like yeah, and that's meant to be set after. Th- that's the problem. Having a cinematic universe, you can't you don't have enough time to show these characters being vulnerable because it's like you know. We've got to get it moving. There's so many other characters yeah. to introduce in other movies. Because this is one movie, it's like you could you could you could have him be you can have him this, fuck up. This is two hours and fifty six minutes. You've got so yes. much time. <laughs> you can do what you want with this Batman, and he fucks up. This Batman, he, he is, like I said, he's not. He's he is strong. He's physically strong. He is, but strong. he is not experienced. Mm. He doesn't. He's he's working out his fighting style. He's and working out. He gets hurt. Yes, he does. Like, he gets hurt. He does. He gets. Yeah. He is injured. There are so many moments where it's like he looks really injured. Yeah, and that just adds. And that does add tension. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing with this film. There's tension because we know the character. I I didn't know what was going to happen to this character. No, I know it's a, now. That's the thing. They've confirmed it's a trilogy, which I think is a sh- in a way it's a little bit of a shame. I think they if they hadn't confirmed that, I think mm. there would have been so many moments in this one yeah. would be like, "Fuck, is that it? Mm. Is this Batman? Is that all we're gonna get?" Yeah. But of course, we know there's two more. Movies, we'll come on so, back. We'll come back yeah. to that later because I've got actually an interesting question to ask you about. Okay. That. Okay. But yeah. um. But yeah. But I, I I think Patterson's suit is absolutely awesome. He we- he 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 he, he wears the suit with absolute honesty yeah i think um and his character it's well, a weird word his, to describe his... but i thought grace mm. it's graceful he's, and he's that's a weird word to describe but it he's confident like that. that the suit is working he's confident mm. the suit is intimidating yeah. even though people probably do look look at him and think what the fuck are you doing but then yeah you know yeah this, agree, is a, yeah this is a this is a this is a this is a bruce not just batman but this is a bruce wayne who is i like to say He's he is suffering PTSD, and this is this is this is mm. Batman himself as a character is an examination of PTSD, uh, and this is how well actually no all the characters are in a way I'll get back onto that yeah of course this is how how someone copes with the death of their parents 
uh, and how they think then their name can you know create like a, a safe like, umbrella like, like for, for, for Gotham this, sort of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. A, a symbol of hope symbol, but yeah. also, he's not a symbol of hope and he learns that during the film he's no, no. again he's vengeance and he learns that sorry spoiler for the ending of the film but that's yeah. not the goal of the Batman and he and he learns that as he goes he's do, vengeance is not the way yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he has in, the effect. He had an effect on, on mm, Gotham, but not the one he wanted. Exactly, yeah. and I like that arc. I like that he's yeah. he's a very serious Batman. He's a very tough Batman. He's a very he's brutal Batman. He's a he's 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 a man on a mission, and he will not stop until he gets what he wants. But but at the same time, he he doesn't. He's he, there's almost a sense of him. I don't know what the, what it is to me, but it felt like there was a sense of like. He, I feel like at times it's like he's he's rushing things, man. He is yeah, he's, yeah. he is like he's going into this with so much like with, with so much like anger at times like almost so much anger and so much like mm. you know determination to do good that it ends up working against him mm. and he can and he can struggle and that again that's the thing there's struggle in this is a struggle and it's also there's yes. fucking he makes stupid mistakes as into the point where you know he is known as detective batman in this film but there's one yes. bit where he fucks up just because he, they, um, him and gordon don't step back and just think oh that means this yeah. referring to the el rata bit yeah of course yeah and yeah, they yeah, just yeah. think oh for fuck's sake so again it's that yeah. It's that. It's, it's just like they oh. want to. It's like because it, it's also like you know. There's also that's the thing because there's also a ticking time bomb element in the Riddler and what mm. he's going to do. It's like they just got to do it as well. But again, that almost causes more problems because they're in such a, because they want to get this done because they're so determined. Mm. It's like yeah, like if we step back and thought about it, sometimes it'd be like, and particularly Batman, it'd be like yeah, that this would be over much faster and he'd yeah. be able to do it. Uh, but then there wouldn't be a movie, so there you go. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, they, yeah. but that, that but that also just makes so much sense from a narrative perspective. Yeah. So yeah, I mean you have to think about that little fuck up he does. Yeah, they have a a good 10, 15 minute you know fight scene and a car chase scene in between. Uh, that yeah. bit and then yeah if he just you know stepped back and thought about it for another two minutes he went oh no where have i tried this mm. uh, but he doesn't do that he's a rash he's a rash batman he's he is rash yeah he's just you know there, there is a sense of like of, of underlying aggression to him that we've never seen before and I, I, and I like that because like christian bale's batman was very much uh, christian bale's batman was very composed mm. and yeah, that that works from a perspective of entertainment because mm-hmm. it means like oh you know living out the fantasy of this of this hero who can't die almost mm. even though there is a sense of vulnerability in that Batman I'm just saying not as much uh, but this one I just felt I didn't know what was going to happen to him mm. and I was guessing the whole time and that's that's a really good way to put it um, what would you say what do you think of Pattinson as Batman we've talked about the suit and the suit is great by the way. Uh, it's just perfect mm-hmm. everything from the ears the armor mm-hmm. the, the the makeshift biker boots it yes. all yeah, it, yeah. It, again it's makeshift but it's like it's makeshift but it's been upgraded yeah even the cape times. doesn't look like a cape it looks more no. like a rain it, it, well, it is a coat of some sort it's a, it looks like a raincoat but it looks like yeah, a, it does yeah but it has like the um the, at the bottom of the cow it has like a kind of like a knight or vampire type of look to it, it like, does, like yeah. little on the on the collar which i would love absolutely a bit dracula but, but yeah almost. but yeah. um to answer your question um after mm. three times of watching this film yes. i'm gonna say that this is my batman yeah pa- patterson's my, mm. favorite batman, my favorite batman and yeah, i've still got m- i can't wait to see what he does with the role afterwards no i, I i'm very excited i almost in a way didn't like like i said earlier i was like i wish they hadn't announced a trilogy because of tension blah blah, blah. Mm. but actually it was like i almost didn't don't want a sequel just because yeah. it's so good i don't 
want there to be a chance that he that, mm. that, that, that it could get like it could be inferior the next time. Yeah, I don't think it will. If you've got Matt Reeves still directing it, mm. I think you're fine. But I just this is the best live action Batman mm. we've ever had. I, I couldn't take my eyes off of him to be honest. He's no. he's in and he's in the suit for ninety percent of the film in terms of yeah. Bruce Wayne being Batman. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. I kind of I want to know more about the psych the the, the psychological element of him as mm. this vigilante yeah and that's what this film is about because bruce Wayne, batman. he wants and this this specific 100%. bruce Wayne, he wants to be batman he doesn't yeah. go to he doesn't go to sleep well, he sleeps during the day he's mm. clearly a man who's he even says it himself in his in his um, journal he's a nocturnal animal yes he so he wants to be this this entity all yeah, the time mm. so i want him to be this entity all the time sort of thing yeah as and, an audience and, member and this film he he's bruce wayne 20% of the time I'd say it's 80-20 prob- prob- or yeah. even more than that yeah and he, he, it's just this film knows what its protagonist mm. is and that's actually kind of why it comes to my little point of criticism of Pattinson mm-hmm. is his portrayal of Bruce Wayne but I don't think that's on him because the thing with Bruce Wayne his yeah. performance as Bruce Wayne I don't see him, when he's not Batman I don't fully see him as Bruce Wayne I see Robert Pattinson I'm like I can't fully separate him from the character mm. but that's not necessarily because of his performance well his performance is excellent like i said mm. all the way through i think it's just because there isn't much bruce wayne in this film but then again uh, and we don't get that much of a chance to know what this side of him is like really i just thought of this now he's not actually he's never bruce wayne he's 100 percent batman all the time yeah, he's, but he's, he's in yeah. batman mode yeah as a persona when he's wise. bruce wayne he's just gearing himself up for when he's going to be next exactly donning the costume. He, he goes to a funeral scene yeah in Batman mode to basically say, "Oh, the Riddler's gonna be here because because uh, um, killers like to be oh, killers yeah. like to be that like yeah, to be the, yeah. So he's in Batman mode. That's a really interesting. No, that's just a really interesting point. It's like it's almost like um, like in other versions of Batman, it's like when he's Bruce Wayne, it's like okay, now okay, this is the real side to him. This mm. is he, now now he's comfortable. He's not having to wear this ridic- this suit, this uncomfortable suit. Yeah, and, but this time it's like." He's uncomfortable out of the suit mm. in this one. And I think that's really interesting. Because yeah. he is. He, he doesn't look like he wants yeah. to do what he's doing when he's in his traditional suits. When yeah. he's not the Batman. It's like That's where he's most comfortable. Yeah. Which is it's a like physical irony. When I, when Alfred says, like, oh, I've got the um, the accountants coming over today. He's like, why are they coming here? Because so, I couldn't go, I couldn't get you to go to go to them. Yes. And he's yes. just like, I don't want to meet these fucking people. They don't help me. They don't help me. No, no, no. Actually, exactly. break, they are helping you. They're helping you keep a roof on your head. So, you know, he's a naive Batman. He's yeah, a naive yeah, person. There's that, that, yes, there yeah. is a sense, there is a sense of, 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 of this, what would you say the opposite of optimism is? Pessimism. Pessimism. Yeah, yeah. he is this pessimistic, uh, this pessimistic um, naivety to him mm. that really adds to, and, that, and that, that's where the relatable element comes in this mm. time. It's not because it's human, well, it is human, but it's, it's not just because it's human, it's because he's naive, and so many of us are naive about taking on something that we don't know until we're actually doing it. Yeah. And that's what this film's all about, I think, in terms of like the arc Batman goes through. Mm. He is, like I said, even just saying, oh, I had an effect on the city, but not the one I intended. Again, he just went in and he just did it. And that's like, now he's having to deal with the consequences. Absolutely. And that's why it's so interesting. <laughs> that, that was our Batman. Like mm-hmm. I said, the, he is our Batman. He's fucking amazing. Yep. Um, all I'll say right now, it's not my favorite Batman film. Cool. Uh, is it your favorite Batman film? I, I don't really know. Asked you, I, that. you don't know yet. No, it's not. Not your favorite. No. Right. Uh, that's what I wanted to say really quickly, just while we're talking mm. about the character. Now, um, we'll now talk about the supporting characters because yeah. this film has a very wide range of supporting roles. It does. Yeah. yeah very. Very. Um, 
let's start with let's, about... let's start with Gordon first. Well, I was going to say let's let's go in like a kind of order of importance mm. to the story, uh, sort of. Yeah. So this time he's played by Jeffrey Wright. Brilliant who, casting. Course, Brilliant casting. Which which when I heard I was like, uh, hell, he I think he was like the second actor to be cast. I think it yeah. announced because uh, because Jeffrey Wright was talking about it leading up to the production. I think he'd always wanted to be, be in a Batman film mm-hmm. and. My favorite Gordon, as well. By the way, yeah. I'm not sure. I have spoken to some people who say second favorite Gordon to Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Yeah, yeah, to Gary Oldman. The only thing I would say about Gary Oldman, and I love him as Gordon, is Gary Oldman can be one of those actors where it's like I know he's delivering a, a powerhouse at performance, mm. but I still know it's Gary Oldman delivering that powerhouse performance. Okay, fair as enough. great as he is, he's ten out of ten. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright was. Actually, Jeffrey Wright's kind of been one of those actors too. I've always kind of been aware it's him. Mm-hmm. This performance as Gordon, I just forgot. Well, he, d- he doesn't actually introduce himself at all. He's he's he feels no. very comfortable in the world. He no. looks he looks good in this Gotham. Yeah, and he this, does. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 and he and his on screen. I don't I don't know if I should say chemistry, but mm. his performance alongside Pattinson's. My God. Yeah. There was a scene where Batman and and, and Gordon are just walking into 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 a house with torches yeah i was like shit that is batman yeah i know Jim exactly. he said that to me on on the third screening Perfection. when i watched it i was like yeah that is that is perfect. in terms of character portrayals like i said even though this isn't my favorite batman film in terms of character mm. characteristic portrayals it is beyond yeah. perfect it is beyond perfect but it's funny how you say i don't want to do the whole comparison thing with gary oldman and no, jeffrey because no, no. i think the functionality of the two characters are very different yeah, this gore yeah this gordon like it's really funny, actually, because the, because Gordon starts off as a lieutenant in both this and Batman Begins. Mm. But it's really funny because I don't think Gordon, to me, personally, goes through that much of a change in Batman Begins. I kind of felt he was the commissioner from the beginning. I didn't feel like he yeah, was he, that low he down. Was always, he, he was always in charge. He's yeah. always commanding the scene. He's always, in, he's, always in, he's always the one people are listening to. Mm-hmm. It's like, but he's not commissioner yet, so he shouldn't be there yet. Mm. But then the Dark Knight... Die rises fine. Yeah, they get it fine. Jeffrey Wright's Gordon. No, not everyone listens to him. People think he's kind of dumb for to, for entrusting all his like, yeah, you know, men of, in this Batman. He's uh, he's part of. Well, actually, he's actually quite. He plays himself a uh, sort of like a Batman character. He has to play mm. that persona of he's a GCPD uh, mm. a lieutenant, and yes. then he's actually Batman's mate. Yes, exactly. And he yes. is actually Batman's mate. He is yes, because he's like. I, I, I don't even know who you are for two years and I, str- and I trust you. That yeah, sort of, that yeah, sort of yeah, line yeah, yeah, is, is uttered. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's great. <laughs> I love that bit, actually. I was just thinking about but, that. Because in a way, Gary yeah. Oldman, he still, he does that fuck up, not that fuck up, but there's that bit where they have um, in The Dark Knight where Batman and um, him have that exchange about what to do with the Joker's uh, last bit in The uh, in the Dark Knight. You know, um, oh, yes. whether to save the hostages and stuff like yeah, that. They have yeah, a, little yeah. bit of a, a little bit of a tiff. Yeah, they do, yes. But, yeah, they were working together, but I felt that like Jeffrey Wright and Robert Patterson, they were, were always working together. Yeah, I get that. You know, yeah. they he's when the signal was on, that means either one of them has to go to that building. I mean, I remember later on when the signals turned on by a French woman who we'll get onto. I thought that was you. I thought that was you. Yeah, I mean, I mean that. that Oh, sorry, I'm getting a bit passionate now because I'm, I'm just so excited about how yeah. some elements no, of this film are done. Uh, Gordon, no, Gordon is Gordon is absolutely perfect. perfect. Yeah. Uh, and Jeffrey Wright, just from just a simple performance perspective, mm. he is compelling. He commands every scene, and like I said, I know he doesn't command the scenes with his officers because mm. they don't 
believe that why he would entrust everything to this man he barely knows yeah but like i said he does when he's acting i'm constantly looking at him mm. his voice is distinctive yep. it's unique everything about him feels gordon but it's a new interpretation you, it's so well done do you think he moonlights with the penguin <laughs> no, I, think he, I think he moonlights as a cop Love yeah that. yeah it's great yeah. absolutely great see that's that's one great character now we're going to go on to another one mm. paul yes. dano as paul dano paul dano oh as... you want to go him first i want to go to him first yes okay all right yeah. paul dano I, 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 I kind of want to do this rogue good guy rogue good guy sort of thing oh right, fine yeah, um I got that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. paul dano as the main dano or dano i, I like to say dano uh, yeah i say dano. Paul dano yeah um he is the main antagonist he no. is um mm-hmm. as the riddler the riddler not Edward Nigma. We don't really know his well, real name. Well, he's got well, he's got uh, two names. Edward Edward Nashton, and Edward then I can't Nashton. remember the other one. I Matthew other something. One. I don't know. Yeah. So I I was like, okay, so uh, yeah, okay. He's well, not Edward and Nigma. And they and they resolved that with a very simple. Oh, he's got two IDs. What the, what do we what do we call him? So well, basically, but, but but yeah, exactly. Maybe one of those isn't even his name. He probably yeah, has another it, one. Exactly. So there you go. Perfect. It, it's just, but that's what the Riddler would do. Sorry. Okay. I get excited again because. Um, I've said this to you and I've said this to everyone I've seen the film with. I think personally, Paul Dano stole the show for me. Like he Interesting. absolutely stole the show. This performance was so unnerving and so unsettling and so downright maniacal that mm. I was just, I was actually kind of frightened. Like seriously, not since Heath Ledger's yeah. Joker have I been this frightened by a, Film villain. I've not, heard, even, not even comic book villain, film villain. I've heard scary before. to describe uh, Riddler. He is scary. Yeah, I've heard that many times throughout and people. And we've never seen And it is, it's not even just him yeah. as the person. No. It's his, it's his intentions, it's his maniacal schemes and his, uh, it's, it's, his it's, methods, his methods. It's that consistent, it's that consistently bleak sort of spiral in spiral yeah. into madness that he's going through mm. pretty much from the first frame you see him yeah i mean literally the first time we see him it's like it's portrayed as like in a horror film-esque yeah. way the the, the the mayor is watching television in his darkened apartment mm. and he just turns the tv off and then puts on a light somewhere off screen and then you just see the, the tv reflections. yeah yeah in his glasses and literally every screening i've been to the audience go Mm. it's like that was the biggest reaction i think from the audience like fuck yeah i think we're in good hands yeah from a filmmaking perspective and that's here. the first character well, that's the first main character you see it's it is. him yes it is yeah uh and that's great that i was like well great. matt reeves well done well yeah done. yeah and we were we were yeah because I, I didn't know what to expect for the first few, few, few seconds and then when that happened i was like whether this is an amazing film no matter or or, or, or not it's going to be a good film. Yeah. It's going to be a really good film. And that's what it ended up being. Yeah. So there you go. And like I said, Paul Dano, everything from his voice, his physical portrayal, every, the costume, that makeshift costume that he has. And it was his idea for like Paul Dano's idea for him to wear a mask and mm-hmm. all that during the film. Good, good, good. I good, don't good. think they intended that originally. I think the raincoat idea was there. Where? Actually, it's not even like a raincoat. It almost looks like that kind of, do you know what it reminds me of? And I, I don't, I don't think it was intentional, but this is what got, I got from it. I don't know. It felt like to me, like, you know what soldiers wear like in World War One to protect them from the rain? Yeah, um, That's, it's like, it's like a, World War Two even. Oh, what did I call it? They call it, there um, is a name for it. But basically, uh, that's kind of what it looks like to me. And that, to me, was always, like, interesting. So it was, like, almost representing the character's, like, constant war with himself. Which I think mm. is really, really, like, something that I wanted to see from a character like that for ages. The Riddler's always been seen as this 
he's a silly character. Let's mm. be very honest. The Riddler, as in the, the original version, is a silly character. What? Do you not find it? I'm trying to think of... I know the word. I'm trying to think of cars. It's all right. Google it later and edit <laughs> Pix- it into the Pixar's podcast. cars, they say the word. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do. Okay. Fine. <laughs> um, but... I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Don't but worry. We'll, we'll it, put it in there. Like, yeah. The whole, ma- yet, the whole makeshift thing is... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This Riddler is makeshift. How can you yes. bring this sort of this sort of character into the real world? And yeah. it's done... He didn't, come ac- he didn't come across a crystal that gave him powers. He didn't, like, you know... He's not He's not become something that he, that he wasn't meant to be, but is now kind of embracing it. He's just a man. He didn't take a fortune teller machine from a fairground like, he, like Jim Carrey does. Yeah. I mean... I was. We're gonna me- we're, we're gonna mention Jim Carrey once or twice because it, that's the only other live Just action portrayal yeah. we've had of the Riddler. Um, and that was the thing when I heard the Riddler was gonna be the main villain of this film. I was Surplus. Intrigued. That's the word. What? Surplus. Yeah. There you go. That's right. I'm sorry. Yes. There you go. Uh, and that, and that, and that that's kind of what the costume. That's kind of what the costume made me think of because I was just like it's like representing him being at mm. war with himself. Later on in the film, it's revealed that he's got followers and stuff like that. And it's all kind of like it's not just him. It's like. He's also been suggested of like, oh, where can I buy this? Where can I buy that? Where can I get this jacket? Where can I? How can I make this mask? How can I make this look? Yeah. And I think at one point, um, it's cling film that he puts on his head. Yes. Or that's that's one of the instructions for his other followers to be wearing. Because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they have to wear uh, similar um, uniforms outfits, and yes. outfits and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's so... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that's so amazing because also it's so real. Yeah, I was going to it's say so, it's, it's, so it's this whole representation of what of, of how dangerous social media can be in terms of like influencing. It, it's, it's a modern it's a modern yeah. day interpretation of terrorism essentially. Yeah, it is, and yeah. you know when you you know he's got about five hundred followers on his thing, and you think yeah. five hundred people that's a lot. Yeah, five hundred so people who are like yeah. thinking the same way he does yeah. and thinking what he's doing is is for the greater good, which is terrifying. What did you think of the riddles? Uh, well, here's the thing. I the the riddles were cool. I love. I I'm so excited because it's mm. like he is the Riddler. It's such a core trait to his character. So I was very very pleased with that. The only thing I didn't like was that Batman got them too fast. That's the only he thing did I didn't get them like. Too fast. Every time a riddle said, "Oh, I know that one." Yeah, and it's just like there is no tension there. Like mm. there would be so much tension if Batman had to think about it, maybe try and work out, maybe get a few answers wrong. I mm. know there's a couple of times where if he does get the answer wrong, it's like the person's dead or whatever. Yeah. But just, yeah, just have him think just a couple, just a couple minutes longer mm. and there'd be a little more tension there. Yeah, allow but the audience the to kind of thing. become a bit... Allow the audience to kind of think as well. Like, yeah. what, what is the answer to that riddle almost? Like he's riddling with you as well, mm. which I think is so interesting. But then again, uh, yeah. I would argue also that because Alfred... Um, helping batman has also um kind of he's deciphering these letters as well so he's kind yeah. of working out for batman so probably he's batman... not just the kind of backup techie guy yeah so batman night. has been yeah. engulfed with this cipher so he's probably kind of like mm-hmm. oh i kind of know this i kind of know that he's probably sharing that with gordon as well that's probably yeah, like, the yeah, first agree, the yeah. first riddle was uh, the answer is he lies still Yes. But I like there's a double meaning in that. Yes, like, he, is, yes, um, yes. Referring to a dead body, he, what does a dead body do when it when he's when, when, well, what well, does well, a liar do when he's dead? He lies still. Yes. But then there's a double meaning and he lies yes. still sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, and Aww. that's clever. And yeah. that's what the Riddler is because the Riddler is intelligent. He's mm. so intelligent. Mm. He's psychotic, but he's intelligent. Yeah, and that's what's great here. And I like that he 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 he, he truly has he, what he has. He has that egotistical. Um, megalomania that the Riddler should have mm-hmm. and that is intact here and yep. it's so good and like I said everything from just the way he speaks the way the way he that that I'm sorry but we had the scene with, with the, the, the the rat trap head 
thing. Yes, yeah. That was like almost as scary as you know the Joker on the TV. In I, the I found the explosive the explosive neck brace a bit more scarier. I think. Fair enough. In yeah. terms of in terms of like the concept of it and also the sound and how it, the lighting of it because it's that red and red and blue yeah. flashing and lights and, and stuff and it's done out of focus when you first see him put it on yeah yeah know what it but is you, but you clearly know what it is it's just, yeah. it sound it, it's got that yeah the sound was really great at that because it puts it on it goes like a and it's oh, like oh it's so good and it feels locked in and it's like oh that poor, poor peter uh, peter skarsgård i feel so sorry yeah, for him, yeah, yeah, yeah and it cuts away to that lovely wide of the city with the overflowing uh uh, water from the river yeah. and all you can just see from the car is just the red and white from the car yeah it's just, uh, mm-hmm. the red and white uh, lights and i'm just like oh that's so good yeah so good it's, it's amazing yeah. it's amazing yeah that is that is the, the central villain of the film guys is absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. and the relationship between him and batman is right there and 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 but, but, he, but he's doing that the riddler's doing most of this to get batman to mm. notice him which is Again, that's the tragic element of the character, why he's doing it. Yeah. And, and he wants to be noticed as well. And that yeah. and do you feel sorry for him? I don't know. I don't I don't know if I do or not. I mean well, it's fucked up. I'm and gonna, that's a good that's good writing of I'm the gonna film. bring this on a bit later on about what I really think of the film, what the film is represent representing for all of the characters for all uh-huh. the our main central, central um yeah. vigilantes. We'll, we'll, we'll press on. We'll yep. press on to, to Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Yes. Now, <laughs> you talk about her first. We have different thoughts about this character. This is we the one do, character yes. we do kind of differ on. So I think um, this is a great Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Still not my favorite, but then again, I have. A, I'm still not the biggest Michelle Pfeiffer fan of Catwoman. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I, I think what Michelle Pfeiffer does is amazing and great and stuff, but she's still not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, Zoe Kravitz, I wanted a bit more. I did get a bit more depth with her. I got an or- a proper Batman origin story because the only origin story we got for Catwoman was Halle Berry's Catwoman. We, we don't talk about that. We, we uh, and Anne Hathaway just appears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, yeah Zoe Kravitz, yeah, yeah. she clearly, her motivation is clear. She's clearly poverty driven. Mm-hmm. She's working for the money. She's working for the money. She's working to get out of Gotham because um, mm-hmm. I think she's also been uh, evicted from her apartment and stuff. Yeah. And she's living with, um, it's not confirmed. Is it a girlfriend or is it a flatmate? We don't know. Uh, and, then she's yeah her motivations are very clear what she wants but then obviously as the uh, as this the plot progresses we learn a bit more about her we learn more about the people who are yeah. connected with the underworld yeah. uh which i totally forgot about um that that other character who might might talk about briefly uh, yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah overall her performance i think she was great as catwoman okay i didn't really buy the romance the first time i watched it okay. didn't even buy it the second time i saw it but the third time i believed it because it was so i think what matt reeves is going for is far more subtle with their relationship which i kind of like right. it's not too sexualized it's not too um flirtatious in a way but it's also the typical way they do it the typical yeah, way to do it yeah, yeah. it's a lot of eyes and i've noticed with this matt reeves loves to use eyes in this film does, to yeah. convey uh, emotion through the characters yeah, specifically yeah. batman but yeah. there's that moment between where batman says to catwoman okay look at my eye everybody's thinking Ooh, mm-hmm. and then they were basically eye fucking in that bit well she was eye fucking him and he was like had a different intention yes. but i could but, see but i think he knew what she was doing yeah, yeah i can i could clearly see what uh what matt Roos is trying to go for yeah probably doesn't get to a lot of people but you know but yeah, yeah i think she's a far i think she was great uh phys, yeah. phys, physicality is great mm-hmm. fight scenes she didn't really have too many fight scenes and her, with her to do with her choreography and plus mm-hmm. she's also 
starting out as Catwoman as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she if anything, she's just a, a cat uh, a cat burglar. Yeah. In this. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't have a name. Doesn't even have a costume. Doesn't no. even have a definitive costume. Not yet. at all. Yeah. Which she will do, I think, in the next movie. But yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even the one after. But yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. when she is, I'm going to say, when she is sexualized, she's sexualized because she chooses to be for the infiltration scene into the into the uh, below 44 club yeah, scene sort it's of thing. No more, it's for no more than it's it's not in an eye candy way it's it's, it's for no more than yeah. what the character needs to do and what the, and, and that she feels comfortable doing mm. it in that way so that it helps her you know get Absol- somewhere with what she's absolutely. trying to do exactly yeah. um so i get that entirely you're yeah. being a bit quiet in this segment so i'm assu- uh, no, I, no, 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 i was listening to you first oh, cool. and then i was gonna um, do mine yeah yeah, I, 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 just because our thoughts do differ on this one character, yeah. I think. Um, I don't want to really be, be talking about the sequel or whatever, whatever comes after this film. But I don't really want to see her in the in the sequel. I kind of okay. just want to see Batman's, uh, Batman's progression because oh, I also I think he was also, well, the way the film was acting at the end was like she was going to be a crux in his life and his mm. in his life of vigilante yeah. vigilanteism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I don't really want to see her in the second film, even though I think they have confirmed that she will be either making a TV series or they they're in talks about it. Yeah. Or I I, I think, think that's I think that'd be, be I think she will be in the sequel. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think she will. Um, but I don't know how but, big her role will be. But again, I have no problem with her okay, now. After the third time, though, after the third time, I think she sets well in this Gotham. Okay. But yeah, I get that. Um, she was my least favorite part of the film. Okay. And the thing is, like, okay. First of all, Zoe Kravitz, performance-wise, nothing wrong. Nothing at all. I, I think she's a great actor anyway. And I think she gets a po- across the part of Selena Kyle very well. Yes. I'm... Sorry, Selena Kyle, I forgot to mention anything about her. <laughs> <laughs> that persona. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, well, I would say she is more separated in terms of her two personas more than Batman is. Mm. Like, like I said, I, I do see selena kyle and catwoman as two entities in this film but the entities are quite similar so it's a little bit different to try and differentiating them is 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 not quite as in the way you know it's not quite as you know obvious as the way batman is in the difference with him and bruce wayne and stuff you know that kind of thing but like i said i think her performance is great the design is great. I love this again. Makeshift costume. Everything's makeshift in this film, which yeah. is great. Makeshift. It's, it's like that should be the tagline: Batman makeshift. I think. <laughs> I think Mark Comer put it perfectly. It's like it's like Catwoman, but not too not, but not really. No, it's like yes. Batman. I mean, that is Batman. Yeah, it's like yeah, Riddler, but not really Riddler. Yeah, it's Gordon, yeah. but it's not really Gordon. But it is Gordon. Sort of. Do you know what I mean? Gordon. Like it's it's, it's yeah. like, they're all working out. They're all working out their yes. formulas. To exactly. eventually, probably by yeah. sorry to mention the third Batman, they're probably mm-hmm. pretty much solidified in their character formulas in a way. Yeah, but I, but I think that's good though because it could mean that the trilogy will build up to even better films. So mm. I like that. That's what trilogy should yes. do. So that's great. Um, but I like I said, I, I performance no problem with design, no problem with. Uh, I, I could see she she's convincing. She has a very again, like you were saying with the eyes, her eyes are so captivating. When she's yeah. like, when the camera's focused on her and stuff, it's like, and she has the most like extreme close-ups when it comes to her eyes. Oh, she does. Yeah, no, no, no but uh, Pattinson has a few close-ups, but she's got extreme close-ups, yeah. and they are so like, there's so much going on in those eyes, like mm. behind her eyes, there's so much like scheming, so much mm. strate- st- strategy, and there's so a really much. big one, a really big close-up. You know when she passed out at the end. Oh, I was thinking of when she opened the safe. 
was oh, joking yeah, to yeah, say yeah, that yeah, is yeah. so and that's her in the costume and as you well. know her eye is like it, it's an, it's a motivational eye that type of mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah I don't know what Kravitz <laughs> was really looking at on set but my god they they got it right they Probably made a fucking light like Aah! yeah exactly <laughs> and they just oh you just believe everything she's doing so no I have no issue with the performance mm. I just didn't feel a lot a lot of character coming through not, not that I didn't feel, just so you know I don't dislike her portrayal mm. um I guess I'm again. I'm comparing her to previous portrayals. Mm-hmm. She is my. I would say she's my least favorite live action Catwoman so really? far. Not including guys. Just so you know, we're never going to include Halle Berry in these. So please don't, <laughs> please don't think I'm <laughs> talking about Halle Berry. No offense to you, Halle Berry, but I'm just saying we're not talking about Pythoff's version. <laughs> we're just talking about the main ones. And basically, yes, I like I said, Anne Hathaway's portrayal. I love. I know some people have a bit of a funny. I really like about it. I like that portrayal. I just prefer. I just don't know. I felt selena kyle and catwoman were more defined as separate characters in that film which yeah. i liked like i said in this movie they're there you see her as selena you see her as catwoman but they're characteristics wise they're a bit similar mm. and i just therefore couldn't connect as well with either of them because i just felt i was watching one cat i like to watch two characters in an internal struggle mm. and i didn't feel much of an internal struggle there. or is it kind of like what i said before about like so robert pat well bruce wayne and batman in this film it's just batman like bruce when bruce wayne is bruce wayne mm. he's actually batman in batman yeah. mode whereas if she is she in catwoman mode or is she in selena, is selena kyle mode all the time yeah probably there's no catwoman probably it's just selena just kyle, selena kyle. Yeah. but no see that's the thing i don't feel that with, with her but mainly because like it's um I don't know. I felt that's what they were going for. I just didn't feel maybe something in the script or something to do with the direction mm. just didn't define her as much. And okay. that's kind of why I didn't feel it. I also just didn't find a lot of her story arc very interesting. Her motivation mm-hmm. is to protect her friend. That's the main motivation she yes. has protecting her a Russian friend. And I get that. And I get what they're trying to do. It's a very human motivation. Mm. She's just trying to protect her friend. She hasn't got this big superhero, you know, uh, goal like mm. a lot of them have. But I just didn't find myself caring. And I found that a bit disappointing because like, you know, I was so, I love Zoe Kravitz. I was, Catwoman's a great character. I don't know. Like I, I just found her very, uh, very a bit, a bit sim- on the simplistic side, which I thought okay. was a bit strange considering how every, how complex everybody else yeah. is. So I found that a bit strange. I didn't feel, and the romance with Batman, I didn't feel it. Even after three times, I mm-hmm. felt it was too a bit by the numbers it's like oh catwoman and batman have to have a romance so put that in there it didn't feel like it built up to it with any kind of, it didn't feel like it earned it with any kind of reasonable build-up it just felt like oh the, sorry bro the scene where they kiss i didn't feel it before. oh no um i don't think that kiss was well deserved just saying no, well. okay, I, okay okay fine. i don't think that yeah. was well deserved i think i was like uh that should have been maybe the next time they interacted like, uh, two, two or, times or at least the last bit last time yeah but he does tries to they go only for, had two scenes together before that moment and mm. only two and they weren't even very intimate scenes so i was like I don't feel a thing. And yeah, they, that that was, and, but the music, the editing, the shot compositions, the, it wants you to feel the sunrise. Yeah, yeah, it's too, it's not, it's too much, too soon, too yeah. much, too soon. Okay, what I feel about that, the romance yeah. between them. Like I said, good performance, no problem. I'm very looking forward to seeing her again. I just felt she was the least complex, the least intriguing part of the film for me personally. Cool. I want to mix both of them together because I. They are more supporting. They are very supporting. Roles, yes. But uh, one yeah. of them probably plays is, is far more important to the plot than the other. But they do. But Share if a they, similar amount of screen time. Yeah. Like, but if they weren't yeah. in the film, then there'll be no plot. Yes. So yes. I'm going to talk about my standout for the film. Yes. I know, yeah. Which is the penguin played by 
who who is somehow Colin Farrell? Who is somehow Colin yeah. Farrell? Yeah. Uh, yes. And um, yes. our favorite our favorite movie reviewer, Mark Kermode, he even said, "Jared Leto, that's how you yes. act with makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. and actually have exactly. a character. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, boys, and the boo boys. Yeah. And again, um, Colin Farrell, yes, he's got all the all that prosthetic makeup on, but again, does not hold him back. The, his eyes. Yes. He's got really good mm. eye acting, specifically at the bit mm. where they're, um, Gordon and him are interrog- interrogating him just before they do the um, mm. the, the riddle on the, on the laptop and talking about, oh, Rada, La Rada, that one. Yes. Yeah? Yes. He, if you, if, when you watch it again, mm. watch his eyes. It's mm. all in the eyes. Yeah. Yes, it's all in the voice. And he goes, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know. He's, it, like, like, a go- he's, he's like a godfather character. Which yeah. is something we. The thing with the penguin that we haven't yet had in live action, is, or actually any portrayal, the thing with the penguin, he needs to have a sense of class to him, but a sense of monstrosity to him. Yeah. And most versions go for one or the other. So mm. you, in the one in the cartoon, I feel goes, and 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 I'd say maybe the Arkham games, a little too much to the monstrous side. Little you know, too, I yeah. would say. And Danny DeVito goes, fuck it, that's yeah. monster. Nothing. There needs to be a sense of both. And this penguin has that. He's a mob boss, but he's also a bit of a, gremlin and, as it, well. and it's funny you mentioned the whole godfather thing because they are going to do uh, an, a, uh, a spin-off series for him it's going to be about his um, rise to the power of his empire very good goodfellas inspired and scarface yeah scarface mm. goodfellas sopranos all those kind of like you know mm. american gangster films italian yeah. mobsters yeah um i'm still not sure i'm desperate to see it but because of how good his portrayal is i'm now a lot yeah. more open to it and if it, it is an amazing portrayal. i just want more batman that's all i want yeah i just want more batman that's but then, why, yeah i was disappointed when they announced the penguin show yeah. i was like d- d- focus on the move just do the first movie get the first movie out of mm. the way at least but to be fair that's what they mostly done because yeah. the penguin show is an early early development mm. they haven't really and they haven't said anything like oh yeah, the batman teases it there's no post-credit scene teasing yeah, yeah, the penguin yeah. or anything it's ju- the, the penguin series it's just setting up another thing exactly it's f- and that's fine that's fine i will definitely watch it but that's why i want to i also so want to mix in with the next character as well falcone because penguin and falcone play uh, falcone played by john Turturro, they mm. they are partners in a way in the film uh very and they literally oh, there's one other character then we haven't talked about then because we haven't discussed alfred oh yes yeah because because i was, I was <laughs> oh, that's who i meant i wasn't thinking sorry about no no yeah i was thinking about falcone sorry falcone but then again falcone i prefer to call him falcone. I, I prefer falcone as well yeah, yeah um dark knight trilogy calls him falcone right yeah, they call him Falcone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then I asked my 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 mate, who is like a big ba- Batman fanatic. He read the comics and stuff. He reads Falcone, oh, and then okay. I think Nolan said Falcone. So I don't know. It depends. Yeah. But either way, it's spelt with an e at the end, so it's open to interpretation. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I want to bring him into it because yeah. they, they, they yeah they they work very closely together. Yeah. And yeah. Falcone, he is basically he is a big plot. Well, he is a one of the biggest plots of the Riddler's scheme. In a, in, a, in a way I, I don't like. Fair I've enough. Decided. Fair enough. I don't know. I, I don't know what other, actually. I don't know what other people think about that because I haven't really heard. Because you, I remember you said you didn't really. I don't know if it was you, but someone told me that they just saw John Turturro the whole time. I was like, no, no, I, I saw Fal- I saw Falcone. No, I, I, I thought he was if, great. If you didn't believe in John Turturro as a, as a as an actor, watch the night of. Yeah, you said that. And that's a serious role, isn't it's it? A very, it's a, he plays yeah. a lawyer. Yeah, he plays a lawyer in that. And it's a, yeah. he's great. He's great at drama. But he likes his comedies. Yeah, Fair he, enough. He, that's what he primarily yeah. does, which is fine. No, I thought I thought John Turturro was fantastic. Yeah. Again, I fully believed he was Falcone. There was a sense of presence to him. The, the Falcone in the Dark Knight trilogy, 
he's fine. He's good. Who is he played by again? I uh, can't remember. Ben, uh, ben Wilkinson? Something Wilkinson? Tom Wilkinson? Tom Wilkinson, yeah, yes. So yeah, Tom Wilkinson. Tom, yeah, yeah. He's good. I love Tom Wilkinson. He's good. Again, though, not all that intimidating. He's kind of there. But he was like me. a general, like yeah. Know, he was like, oh, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk like this. This, you know. this Falcone is so fucking. In- I, I, I don't. Even when I was watching, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything. Like, yeah. I don't want to mess with you, man. Like you yeah. look like you could fucking break. And me. he's always wearing glasses as well. So yeah, he's so not, you don't know really what he's, he's, he's thinking. Not, he's not. So he's the one animal. character. Yep, yeah, yeah. He's the one character you don't really see his eyes. Mm. So you don't really know what. Because again, like you were saying with the eyes, it's like. That's emphasizing a lot of what the motivations of characters yeah. are. That he, you don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, because he's always behind shades. Yeah, and that's really interesting. And I, I do like that they did bring in spo- very spoiler alert, but you know whatever, we've announced it. Um, that he is, he does announce. Well, no, Catwoman announces that he he's, is he's her, her father. father, which I really, I do, I haven't read the comic, but I do know that plotline, and I do like that storyline. You do like it, it? I do like it. In yeah. this film, we talk about, or just generally? in general, in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and it kind of like you know creates that internal conflict for Catwoman and her motivation sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I felt it was just a little bit forced. That's, that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's, yeah, that's my problem with this version in particular. I just again another problem with Catwoman. Yeah, I just I, her motivation feels very kind of artificial and very sort of just okay. just in the script because you know oh we, we we're giving a motivation mm. not because it's naturally what the character demands yeah. or anything it's just kind of there and that that was my issue again not bad i, I didn't hate it mm. you know I'm not, it's not like you know people with miss marvel's new powers or anything in the mcu or anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's not that level i just don't particularly like it but yeah it, it, it's fine it's fine i can see why That's they cool. did it i can definitely see why oh, it's fine it. Um, let's let's conclude the character pieces with yes. uh, the final <laughs> who he, who, you he who, I, who I totally forgot. Yes, uh, Alfred. Is, is Alfred Alfred, Alfred Pennyworth, Pennyworth. Yeah, played by the director of Venom. Let there be carnage. One of I have to say, Andy Serkis. I think he is my acting hero in a way. Um, I, if I want to, be, I will be an actor one day. Yes. I want to be on that caliber. Whereas um, he is such a chameleon, he can play anything. He is. Yeah. No, I agree. He is one of those actors. He's not like a you know. Oh my god. That's any you know recognizable to the point. He yeah because he is such a good actor. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people, even my dad in the, in the cinema, he was just like, oh, well, he was um he was in King Kong, wasn't he? he was like, really? Oh yeah, and other <laughs> things as well in King Kong. I mean, he yes. did play, he played he played um he played the cook in, in King Kong, and he also and played, played King Kong. He motion captured King Kong and which Gollum, is, which, which is what stuff. got him the job in Planet Egg, Eight, exactly, yeah, which was directed by Matt Reeves. Reeves. No wonder he's using him in this. Can I just point out as well? It was weird because yeah. I said to my dad, I was like, um, "Dad, you do realize the last time we went to cinema, we watched War, War of the Planet of the Apes, and now we're watching the Batman directed by the same people." It was like. Are we just doing a Matt Reeves thing? Is this our tradition now? Just Matt Reeves films? That's it. Cloverfield in the cinema. I didn't. Well, no, I was too young at the time. Sorry, that is complete tangents. We're talking it about is, Andy Serkis yeah. here uh, as um, uh, as Alfred, and uh, I prefer him a ton to Michael Caine. Michael Caine is not my favorite Alfred. Oh, interesting. Thing, thing with Michael Caine, again, Michael Caine very much so. Mm. Just Michael Caine. I'm sorry. He's, yep. he's I can see why they picked him for Alfred, especially in that universe, but. Just saw Michael Caine mm. doing his thing, and Fair he enough. does it well. He does it well. But I was like, yeah, this this Alfred Andy, again, Andy Serkis. I was just, oh my god, he's a different. Obviously, we had Jeremy Irons, which I forget about as well. I do forget about that version. Yes, I forget about and that. And he was great. No, he was great. And actually, this will surprise you. He's my favorite live action Alfred, Jeremy Irons. Interesting. He's a great Alfred. Cool. I just don't think he got the chance to really portray. Him I don't really have a favorite of mine, but I think I I respect them for what they all even even um I've forgotten the actor's name in the Michael eight- Goff. 
in the 89 Batman. Yeah. yeah. Michael Gore. And, every, and he played that role all the way through to Batman and Robin. Every single Alfred has a different functionality in their, in their like universes. Wise, this, yeah. I like this Alfred because he's a proactive Alfred. Yes, he's he he's always working behind the scenes. So like, he, Batman doesn't, uh, Robert Pattinson doesn't tell him, can you decipher this? He's just doing it in the morning when he wakes up. He goes, what are, yeah. you, do- what are you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm just working out this cipher that you gave me. Da, da, da. And he doesn't challenge Batman to stop, which is no. interesting, which is what Michael Caine was kind he of... tries well, to. But... Michael Caine just all of a sudden he's like oh, you are what Gotham needs right now in the you Dark Knight Rises Gotham need you to yeah. right and in now. Dark Knight Rises he said no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury you I'm not gonna bury your bones and all that shit hmm. I'm like um you were you were you were helping him what are exactly. you doing and then there's and then of course there's a whole burning the letter bollocks and all yeah. that stupid shit but, that Alfred I'm sorry that Alfred's dumb yeah. he's so fucking dumb but I like him he services those yeah I get I get I get um but I you know this Alfred, he has one pivotal scene to do with uh, Bruce's uh, my pain. Probably my favorite scene. In the I saw you. You, yeah, you, 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 you got really not teared up, but you kind of got. I wanted to tear up. Your, your body, yeah, your body kind of showed emotion in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wonderfully done. Yeah, yeah. Him and him. Yeah, we basically what we find out later, early, quite early later on in the film is that um, the entire political sub, the entire political plot is kind of influenced by the death of Batman's parents. And it's that's, all in. And that's how it comes yeah. in. It's not done with a big flashback. It's not done with a big... It, it comes in later mm. as a minor sort of underlying element yeah. that's, that, but, that's to do with Alfred. But again, like we were saying before, if you're not listening, you won't get it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, not. a lot of first-time listeners who are not really... Listeners, watchers, who haven't... Who don't... Who are not really engulfed with Gotham and stuff, they won't know the difference between the Waynes and the Arkhams. No, no, they didn't no. Know that, they wouldn't no. know that Arkham was a family. No, no. And all that stuff. So it's just an asylum. It's just an asylum. Yeah, exactly. No. That's, yeah. What I, that's what I thought, though. Yeah. Exactly I, I thought. love that plot line. Though. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Alfred, though, I, I like this proactive Alfred. I like yeah. what... Uh, you know, I like what we're going to get more of him later on because he's he, d- he said, yeah. I, I taught you how to fight and I, I thought that's all I can do. I want to know so, about that. You've got a scar on your face. How'd yeah. you get that? Yeah. You know, I, I want to know. Alfred is kept at arm's length in this film. Mm. I really want that to stop in the next film. Like, well, I'm sure it will. I just, Matt yeah. doing this for, he's, he's for the purpose. And I find that Alfred you know. is, is very interesting as well. Alfred is, is like a, is, is literally Bruce's or Batman's PA. And then, yeah. Below Alfred, you've got this other character, I've forgotten her name, who works underneath Alfred. Oh, yes. He's like, so yeah. I'm going to do the Batman stuff, but also kind of think, looking like I'm doing Bruce Wayne stuff. But yeah. then you do all the Bruce Wayne, you do all the Bruce Wayne stuff, like the housekeeping the and, the, and the butlering, and, hoovering yeah, yeah, and all that yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Bring me blueberries and all that. Yes, <laughs> yes. But, but but at the same time as all of this, this Alfred being so proactive, he does still have that sentimentality for, for Wayne and for, for Master Bruce. Uh, does he call him Master Bruce in this? I don't really hear that very often. I think he does, which is what he should do. I don't know. That's uh, what he should do. And that's, again, there's another thing that drove me insane in the Dark Knight trilogy. He calls him Master Wayne. That's not how he should call him. Ah, it's Master enough. Bruce. Because otherwise, because they're all Waynes. Yeah. Ugh, sorry. But yes, yeah. no, Andy Serkis is fantastic. Yeah. I was very intrigued by a more, a less well-spoken Alfred, I suppose, in terms of like, compared to other versions yes. we've had. Because, I mean, obviously Michael Caine's doing his usual thing but when you have like the michael goff mm. the one from the animation series he's very well spoken he's very up up up, up upper class basically mm. this alfred's not i don't want to say working class or lower class but he's but he, he, he does speak more 
you know he's in golf with this yes. gotham he's in golf yes. with this gotham is we'll talk about gotham in a minute but this yeah. this gotham is a is a place where you have to be on your toes all the time yes. and he feels like that yeah. he feels like he's he could go out he can go out to the grocery shop and if he get held up by, at gunpoint he can he can hold his own yeah, sort of thing. He, yeah. he's a bit that he's experienced with what this gotham brings yeah. to everybody and he knows yeah. what to he's do to toughened up yeah. this young orphan boy he's yeah. done this he he's 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 the one who's made him a kind of Hopefully, Bro- Alfred is not really the one who made, who's actually beaten up Bruce in a way, like mentally yeah, wise. Yeah, I hope, I hope not. not. I hope not. <laughs> Although that would be a very interesting storyline. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. mean beaten up physically, but no, no, up, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, yeah. In a way, yeah. yeah. Right. So Gotham City. We've done our transition. Yes. Right. So Gotham City in this film. Um, it's really funny actually because like. We'll talk about this in the filmmaking elements sequence because I said we've got two more sequences to this review. Yeah, filmmaking elements and uh, and this Gotham City as a, as a, as a setting. Um, because like I said, I didn't think it's my favorite Batman film, and it's mm. not a perfect film. But yes. uh, we'll, I'll talk about those when we get to it later. Yeah. Um, but Gotham City though, uh, yeah, what a portrayal of this location this film has. Yeah. I mean, this is just everything. It's Gotham. It's, it's Gotham. It's just fucking Gotham. It, it, like I thought about Batman and Gordon. That's Batman and Gordon. This is Gotham. Yeah. Where they inhabit. This is so it, good. It feels dangerous. Like I think. Yeah. I think what I've heard from other people is like the Nolan Batman. Uh, the, the 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 Nolan Gotham. You can live there quite it's peacefully. A, it's just a city. It seems. It's yeah. fairly. It's fairly well protected in terms of the law and things yeah. like that in areas. Here, it's always well. Obviously, it's all it's all set at nights most of the time yeah. for ninety percent of the film. Mm-hmm. But it's always raining. And even when it's in the day, it's still yeah. fucking dark. The river is flooding because of all the rain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's always misty. Uh, there's always clouds. Mm-hmm. There's always fucking. Um, well, it's always dark. Obviously, yeah, always dark. Yes, um, there's yeah. no um, white lighting. It's all orange and ambient. And so nice. it kind of like it's always very neon. Very it, neon. It's yeah, very. Yeah. Uh, I. It's very like Blade Runner inspired in terms of the lighting. Yes, which is which is great because like the thing with Blade Runner is again that's that's a city mm. that's always always active and always awake but again it's like you don't know what could happen to you when you come yeah. out there and stuff and, and this is exactly what this and when was. they use the neon lights as well they use it not uh not spor- yeah they use it sporadically so they yes. only use it for like a point of interest yeah, so yeah, the yeah. cafe where uh, riddler gets mm. arrested yes. the the gotham square right at the beginning of the film yeah. that you only see once which is once, enough which yeah. is enough for me yeah, 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 yeah. uh the, the lighting from the club Mm. Uh, which is in Prudworths in London. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just like it just makes color pop. Dark, like this yeah. weird, this dark, this dark because but ambient so lighting. Gr- because it is so gritty and it is so grim. When mm. color does come into the film, it does. It acts as a real like you know source for your eyes. Yeah. It's, and that and it drives the plot forward. And visually. funny enough, color comes a real is a real game changer in the in the in this mm. film. I have to say, but we'll get on to it with the with the film making elements. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, um, yeah, exactly. Just simple things like. The, the the scene that stuck out the most for me in terms of a Gotham presentation was just uh, I think it's when Catwoman comes out of the club and then there's just a flickering lamp uh, street lamp yes. and you, all you can hear is like the, it's the sound of the electricity like uh, mm. jolting and I was just like god that's so atmospheric yeah. and that's the thing about this Gotham it oozes atmosphere and that's what it should I mean it, look, it should look like this you can't see this guys but we're looking at Gotham on the TV right now with our background video and this is what Gotham should look like it's what it looks like in this movie and I bet you never thought about this either we don't actually see the entire Gotham City. No. The film is in... Clo- 
very the, few established the, 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 the film is in very close proximity of each other so the murders so like the club is right next to Riddler's hideout which is right next to where the the one of the where the, where the vans are parked yes. which is right which is like not too far away from the city hall which is not too far from uh, Wayne Manor because Wayne Manor is not like in the city no, no Wayne Tower sorry yes. is not in the centre of the city it's like not too far away from the train it's station. Barely emphasised. Yeah, you don't even notice. Wayne We're literally Tower. in a sector of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we... I didn't even notice Wayne Tower. I think on my first viewing, I'm pretty sure a second time I was like, "Oh, that's Wayne Tower Wayne... there." Exactly. Shit. And it's not because it's not emphasised. Yeah, and it's not tall. It's not like yeah. the big Avengers Tower. It's just no. a random building with or Wayne Tower and the with the Wayne logo like yeah. a quarter of the way up. Yes, exactly. And, and it's even then the Wayne logo. I'm, just, I'm, I'm. I think I can imagine it in my head. Uh, one of the lights is going out as well. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, it's kind of like everything. Exactly, it's like yeah. everything in the city. Because again, Gotham's broken. It's a broken it's city, broken. and that's what it needs to be. It's broken. It's dirty. Even like it's what it needs to be to drive Batman to do what he's doing, and that's what and that's what it should be. Gotham is itself is a character. Again, it's like at the beginning, what the best the introduction to Batman, like we said, is one of the best portrayals ever. Him <laughs> the, with all these crim, all this crime going on, all these criminals, like you know, executing all these acts across the city. Yeah. And they're just looking into all these shadows and you don't, nothing happens, but you don't, but you think, is he there? Is he there? Yeah. Shit. It's fucking good. It's so good. I'm laughing at the moment because I just thought like, what's the point in trying to save this city? It's a shithole. It's a fuck is, yeah, Gotham is a right shithole. Why are they trying to bother to save it? Or Batman himself trying to do it. Yeah, I know what you mean. But there is so much of society that is good. There is some good people in there. It's just there's very few. Well, actually, we don't actually see too many good people. We don't see many of them. We only see like the main one More so the innocent civilians. There's innocent civilians and the only one person with probably the intention of good is um is that uh real character who's running for mayor of gotham she's she she supposedly has good intentions and stuff but Mm. again she's also complaining about the vigilante the vigilantism vigilantism that's it I that think that's how you say it vigilantism yeah is that a word i don't know know. who cares um no yeah even she's questioning what the fuck what, the, what is it what's the point because you got mm. every single police police officer could be corrupt probably the, actually the only one is the um i've forgotten his name i think it's Lo- lopez or rodriguez i think i think it's rodriguez um but he you know he goes hey mr wayne hey yeah my best mate's um, favorite part by the way she's just yeah hey, mr wayne because every time he sees batman in the beginning of the film he's like hey whoa what the fuck yeah, are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's quite funny that. Again, that may get that down as well. Like back, and Jim Gordon's not a big Wayne fan either. And he's he, not. And, and again, that's see, this is it. Levels, dynamic characters, dyna- character dynamics. It mm-hmm. has that, and that's what's so good about this. Sorry, we're not talking about characters. We're talking about Gotham. But basically, <laughs> um, thing is like, yeah, you don't see many of the good people. Basically, if you're in a position of power in Gotham, you're gonna be a prick. I imagine you're going to be some sort of maniacal e- social evil. commentary. Exactly, and that's that's it. Is that there is social commentary there, and that's what's so good about it. Gotham doesn't have a lot of personality in the Dark Knight trilogy, and okay, the Tim Burton films, it does. It's a, again though, it's like kind of mm. uh, I don't know how to describe it. Well, I think you said it, I think pantomime mission, a bit kind of yeah. you know, a bit almost like a stage, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's meant to be. I know, but it's like yeah. Uh, and like I said, this Gotham feels lived in. It feels like it's been through hell. Yeah. And I think that's what it should be there, in most portrayals. There's even an interesting interpretation that I've heard that it could be, I'm not saying it is, but it could be what Gotham becomes uh, after Joker. Oh, right. Because Joker also was a very lived in, very dirty Gotham. Mm. 
there was rubbish piling up everywhere and stuff yes. like that. It was rats everywhere, graffiti yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of like, okay, I can I can see that, but this is not a Joker sequel at all. No, no, no. no, 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 no but no, no. I like that sort of idea. That although there were lots of people speculating, like, oh, could we see Joaquin Phoenix fight that Joe? Uh, Batman? Uh, well, actually, no, no, no. off topic, but apparently no. Willem Dafoe is interested in doing a Joker sequel. Love Willem Dafoe. Mm. Why has he not been the Joker? We he looks know. like the Joker. Exactly. And he has a t- <laughs> look at look at his face. It's the same shape as the animated series Joker. Exactly. What? You're yeah. doing it. Anyway, he'd be great. He'd be amazing. He'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah. Willem Dafoe. But basically, yeah, th- this Gotham, uh, you know, th- yeah, it feels lived in. It feels mm. dangerous. It feels like there's you don't you don't know what it's going to throw at you next mm. and that's exactly what gotham should lo- i have to I, I praise matt reese and the location scouts for this because they yeah. picked the perfect locations they picked they really did, yeah. for, for the uk they picked liverpool, liverpool yeah. uh for the gothic uh structures of the uh i say 1800 building and uh, no, 18 yes. buildings of the 1800s and stuff like that yeah, uh, yeah especially yeah, the bell yeah. tower victorian era building or the top of the gcpd mm-hmm. um there's yeah. a great one of the cemetery right at the end yeah. there's uh the funeral sequence which is also shot in liverpool yeah. Um, and then for like the underground, not say underground, but the yeah. kind of the bits underneath, like the train, the the train structures, yeah, all kind of done like uh, Pennsylvania, Chicago. So they did they did go back to those, but they dressed it up more suited for this Gotham than yes. for like Christopher Nolan's one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By making it really wet and rainy because it's always raining in this film. Yeah, it's raining in every version of Gotham. But <laughs> Batman looks good in the rain. Exactly, exactly. That's the thing. What were we saying was crap about Batman and Justice League? It's the way he was lit. He looked yeah. like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because, because he was so bulky and weird and his costume was so dark against yes. the bright backgrounds. Thank you, Joss Whedon. But the thing is, <laughs> when you've uh, but even even in Zack Snyder's Justice League, he looks good because he's lit correctly. Like yes. they did say, even in uh, from the production perspective, that this suit of Batman was so hard to light. Like it was so hard to get lit correctly yeah. because of how many variables, how variable he is in the light, in different lighting schemes mm. and stuff. And it, yeah, but you know what? That, that they managed to per- perfect it though, because the way like ev- everything looks. Just as gothic as it every, should. Every costume but it's also is lit set, well. It's also quite yeah. grounded as well. It's mm. not not quite as grounded as the Dark Knight because, like I said, that just looks like a city. But it still has that element like you could live there. Yeah. No, no, not not you'd want to, but you could. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's a physical and entity. Which every is, place which seems does. reachable because you know yeah. Batman doesn't just he travels by car, travels by bike, he travels by uh, his his. Um, he flies at one point. He flies. He fl- he glides yeah one time yeah one time and he fucks it up and he fucks it great Um, there's a a down the uh the the building where the um the scaffolding where the the bat signal is he scales down it it feels reachable you know every for for batman in some sense i can't grapple hook yes (laughs) yeah yes um you know but it it still but it still feels again but he still feels human like as as, Mm. i love the that example the batman arkham video games mm. batman does feel a bit too superpowered at times yeah like, he, he can fly for fucking miles <laughs> yeah and i do feel a bit kind of like yeah and yeah. that's one people's problem specifically with the last one the arkham arkham knight um yeah again he feels human still and that, that relatability is not broken which Absolutely. i think is great that's great so yeah exactly um, um so basically now i think we'll, we'll come on to our final segment of yeah. this which is our, well, which we'll okay the, you know, let's combine it filmmaking elements and a bit of story yeah we've, we've spoken well. about a lot about the lighting in this film yeah, yeah everything has been calculated to a t yes. the um the shots uh, the shot compositions the lighting yeah. uh the uh fucking costumes yes. how the costume moves mm-hmm. in the frame mm-hmm. uh the rain 
and also the camera positions, yep. yes, how they yes, use yes. the camera, yep. mm-hmm. and the certain types of cameras they use as well. Yeah, blocking, how they block every scene. Yes. It just, everything is so precise because that you, the thing with um, the Dark Knight trilogy is it was going for a very... That was going for a very, again, grounded, gritty feel. So everything was very handheld. Everything was very, like, you know... You know, not up close and personal, though, but it was still very mm. handheld. This film isn't as handheld, but everything is so fucking close. Mm. Everything feels very, you know, like you're there with them. And that's mm. that that I think really works. You say you say gritty for the Nolan films. This is far more gritty. Oh, this is gritty. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, like. Yeah. All right. A Nolan. Tra- I don't think it's as grounded in reality. I don't think it's mm. realistic. I don't think it's much realism. But yeah. It is grittier. In terms of tone, in terms of look and style, it definitely is. Yeah, it it, de- it definitely did not take me out of the um of the film with no. the kind of yeah. You know, Gotham doesn't look fantastical. Doesn't have like doesn't have like a fancy... like, like the Tim Burton films. Yeah, it doesn't yes. have like a fancy no. element to it. No. Um, but then I think so it, it feels very much like a real city. But yeah. yeah, I find it quite fascinating though. It's taken you know Batman nineteen eighty nine came out in yeah nineteen eighty nine and now in twenty twenty two this being shot in about twenty nineteen twenty twenty. It's taken, you know, more than 30, 40 years to get to this point where a director has taken uh, Gotham and found, uh, has found a, a, a really clear balance between realism yes. and gothic fantasy in yes. some ways and mm. and married them together so yeah, perfectly they have yeah yeah it's absolutely perfect mm. and again and that all, and that all like you know that all melds in perfectly to the how well made the film is just in terms of its presentation mm. visually visually it is the most it is the most visually striking Batman film. Yep. Because the thing about with this film is it not only has the most shot variety in terms of like different angles and different like just different ways the camera is used. It's not mm. always this film makes a lot of use of like attaching the camera onto things. It yes. loves doing that. Oh, they love attaching it to that. his back, attaching it to the Batmobile, which Atta- we haven't discussed yet. The Batmobile's fucking attaching incredible. it to his head mm-hmm. when he's gliding down. Uh, yes. Uh, the um the GCPD. It's the whole yeah. thing of making it. It's the whole thing of keeping you in the action. It's the whole thing of keeping you with the characters the whole mm. time. There's so few moments where that there's very few wide shots in the film, and that's yeah. what's great about. It. Again, there's no establishing shots of Gotham apart from maybe one at the beginning, which is like a couple of seconds. Yeah. It, it, even actually, even then, it's mostly just uh showing you the street. There's no big wide city shots. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. City wide shots. Which I think is great. You don't need those. You don't need to know what Gotham's well, especially you just need two to, hours and fifty six you know. minutes, you don't need that. No, you just need to, <laughs> you just need to know what Gotham's like and you just need to feel like you're inside it. You just need to feel like you're you're a civilian in it. And that's what this film does with it with its camera yeah. work. It makes you feel like you're a civilian watching these events unfold. Mm. And it's incredible. There are so many great tracking shots, close ups, extreme close ups, particularly with Catwoman. There's some phenomenal use of, like we said, the camera being attached to different physical entities in the mm. film. The Batmobile chase looks amazing. Even the use of yeah. um, his eye camera thing, yes. sort of the POV, the POV TV, scanning yeah. thing. I was like, yes. yeah, I feel like I'm in the video game. I am yeah. in control of Catwoman, even though I'm not. But you know. yeah, that, 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 that yeah. technology has been in a lot of the earlier Batman interpretations, like the comics and stuff. It needs to be in a film. It's in a film, and that, that plays into the detective element, which is there mm. in this film because. Batman has always been a superhero, but he's also a detective. And yet all the passive in- interpretations in film, the detective element's very underplayed. Mm. And I feel that's a shame. This d- dives into that more and more. And that was the big thing everyone was excited for, was Matt Reeves is diving into the detective element. Yeah. And here, it's so interesting. There is so much of Batman working things out. Not mm. Things aren't worked out for him. Like I feel like they come, sometimes can be in past other films. Yeah. 
because that's the thing I noticed a little bit about the Dark Knight trilogy. Other characters work things out, and Batman kind of does. He kind of solves the problem. Mm. I noticed that, like for example, with um, you know things like saving Rachel and Harvey, yeah. things like that. Where Mister Lau, you know, Mister Lau, yeah, those th- those elements. I feel like those were kind of worked out by other characters, and then Batman just solves the problem, mm. like on the on the very end of things. This yeah. Batman works everything out. It's like mm. he's working things out. Sometimes, like I said, a little too quickly. I think he needs a little more yeah, time. Yeah, I agree. But it's still, but it's still there. He is just he's a de- oh the, the first thing he de- detective element first detective thing he does is the uh it's the he lies still yeah oh uh, no 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 sorry he notices that it's something to do with him when he was killed when, when the person was killed when the mayor was killed how long oh, it's been there's um so in the trailer there's a shot of the the famous boots of him walking into a thingy mm. in, into sh- into frame but then it focus pulls to a little bit of blood on the um on the on the, on the floor in the foreground yeah uh, yeah in the foreground that uh it the way i've seen it the police haven't even noticed that yet and because no, because yeah. you've got someone who just takes a picture of it like oh look what batman found i didn't oh shit i didn't take a picture of that oh fuck yes, yes you know what i mean yes but i was like what? you should have fucking picked that up but you know yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. there's mm-hmm. also a shot of uh he notices there's a child footprint of blood on the floor and mm-hmm. then you're just like oh what the fuck happened there and then they answered the question immediately saying oh yeah the, the kid found him and as soon as you hear that you know exactly what batman's gonna think and you know exactly mm. how he's gonna feel about it and yes. again that drives more motivation for him and more and that that kind of sentimental connection he's gonna have with this child and his past yes he does and, he just... and that's all you need you yeah. don't need and... to have i was worried that after that bit there was going to be a flashback to you know the pearl necklace on the ground and the and the and the and the and, the, and, the, and crime alley i thought we we're gonna see that it's like we don't need it and mm. they don't they know Matt Reeves is confident you know who Batman is and you know the yeah. story. And I understand that. He's entirely. confident that the audience are smart enough to know what's going and on. I think we do. I think we do. Yeah, and it, and that, that's when that, and then, and then that incredible song plays. Who's It's the... Uh, it's Nirvana. Nirvana. Something yes. In the way. Which, uh, funny enough, has had a massive, like, I don't know, I think it's 200% more streamings than it's had. It's in, had a bit in of the, resurgence, the, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, in the past, like, couple of weeks or so just because of the because it's of in my playlist yeah. fair enough yeah it's, it's in my playlist yeah amazing song and it's yeah. used so well in the film i want to talk about the music yeah by michael, michael, Giacchino michael Giacchino. is like a, a practically iconic for me i think like i i absolutely everything feels so well utilized i remember everything from the, the main obviously the main theme is that was iconic before the film even came out yeah it's so simple it's a simple theme it doesn't Mm. have the technicalities of of Hans Zimmer's score but it has it it carries so much more weight for me some people have complained that it's too simple but I'm like I don't give a shit simpler is better in a way less is literally less is less is more it is less is more Um, Um, but basically yes yeah I mean I I, I was a bit naughty I did listen to the the main score or the main theme I listened to the score uh, way before way before then yes. I saw that. Then I listened to the the Riddler's theme, and I was like, "I wasn't oh, sure about the Riddler's theme." But then it actually makes it. sense. It makes so because much if you really think about, I I look at the because Riddler- it is a reinterpretation of Javier Mourinho. I really look at the. I mean, I want to say that. Oh no, fuck! I'm going to say this now. This film, what it does, it it's a really it's a really cool uh, look at people who are orphans, mm, mm. and uh, the Riddler is clearly you know he's obviously traumatized as an orphan he's a different he's a different type of orphan to what bruce wayne was and what i do feel that when the riddler is uh revealed at the end he's gonna he's you know he's very he looks like a child 
and he looks like a lost a lost child as well and mm. i think there's that kind of like that uh, uh, i forgot it has set up yeah um it's a kind of like that, that child harmonizing uh in his yes. in his theme and i was yes. like yeah, that makes really sense. That, that is makes so. Sense. That makes sense. so much psychotic sense, but it's yeah. great, and it just is, it, and it's used multiple times throughout mm. the film in different ways, and it it's taken up an octave, taken down an octave, and it just oh god, it's perfect. Yeah, it really it's great. suits the film. I mean, I, we, I mean, I was saying that before the film. Like I said, I wasn't sure about the Riddler's theme, but I thought, I, I bet he knows what he's doing. I bet Michael. They Chino all knew what, what they doing. were doing. They all know what they're doing. <laughs> I suppose I want to talk about quickly about the things we I didn't like about the film because there are it's not a perfect film and mm. even you have said that even though you think it's a masterpiece yes I, 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 yeah yeah no well no no film is perfect no film is perfect yeah yeah but the thing is the filmmaking element I didn't the for me that was the weak link of the film was the editing I didn't think the editing was all that I felt there were some very odd cuts in the film and some moments where I just didn't feel like it flowed very well. Can you have can can we have an example? Uh for example the chase with the penguin. As good as the scene is and it is great, yeah. uh it's kind of hard to tell where things are. I in agree, that yeah. It's, uh, I because said... it's all shot very close up. And, yeah, and I, sometimes the cuts are, are too quick. I think I even I said this to you. I just said mm. I just want at least one master shot, and he even our that, yeah. favorite critic would yeah, say the same thing. Well. Yeah, so I just want one master shot of where, where everything of, is. Yeah, of the geography of the of, Ge- of, geography. Of, that's yeah, right. so I'm trying to remember what you said. Because there were some points yes. where Batman is on the other side of the motorway, then he goes into the other side, and yeah. we don't know the distance between where yeah. Penguin is and he is and stuff. Yeah. But then on the third viewing, I kind of just like. I, I can understand why they did that. Though. Again, they're trying to keep you in the chase and stuff. Yeah. So I get that. Another example is probably the biggest example for me was when Falcone dies. I that bit was so weird. I couldn't. I didn't know what happened when I first saw it. I think it. I, I have an like, answer for that. What rate uh, age rating? Yeah, I know. Yeah, because yeah. of the, the violence thing. I imagine there was a scene where they show him getting shot. I I personally but, wish it. I I yeah. personally wish it. I wish it was a it was a headshot. But it was somewhere on the body, and then blood body, spattered yeah. on his on his on yeah. his head and stuff. I was like, yeah. uh, I can understand why but, they did it, but it just from a narrative perspective, it was very clunky. I found that bit. I was kind of like, yeah. for a few seconds, I was kind of scrounging around in my own head, thinking, "What? The, okay, what? What? What happened? Mm. Okay, huh? Mm. I was like, hmm, and that's a shame because like, yeah, but but I felt the editing all the way through was a little bit hit and miss sometimes mm-hmm. the cuts are too quick i felt like some mm. shots went on a bit too long but then intentionally as well bro like uh not intentionally it's a long word but previous cuts were about four hours long yeah so matt reeves mm. did probably did his fucking damn best to try and i'm sure squeeze he did. it all he can do because there was a free mm. there was about a three hour 30 minute cut of this film yeah and they did and reduce they did it down to free right three hours three hours and then they tried to cut it down even further by five minutes yeah but then we were yeah. so excited that this is going to be longer the first batman yeah. movie longer than the dark knight rises and this is like the first the dark... is the dark knight rises the longest then it's 165 minutes if i can recall 100 in the 160 range yeah okay so about two need two and a half hours kind of thing. yeah or someone yes. says it's basically it's 15 minutes longer than the dark knights all oh, right okay yes yeah Fair that's enough. yeah yeah that's the yeah that's the only thing i didn't like i also felt like like i said i had issues with the third act as well i, I didn't like the okay so at the end the riddler the, the riddler's sort of major plan is to flood gotham yes. that's his major plan and i just didn't fully like that idea mm. i felt just for this universe and it's something the riddler would do but i felt in this universe a little too silly for the kind of gritty nature this okay. universe is building up this mm. gotham is, has got such a gritty grounded realism to it even though it does it does have more of a fantastical element than say the dark knight does even yeah. though it's very minor 
I just felt Riddler flooding Gotham. I was getting Dark Knight Rises flashbacks because the Dark Knight Rises was silly, I thought. I don't mind the movie, but it went really silly in the final third, I felt. Yeah, but and I, I, think, kind of feel like I, I think a flood well. is far more... Well, it's very Arkham, the Arkham games, isn't it? Ga- let's, yeah. just, let's just gas everybody so that... I, I think it's just mm-hmm. basically setting up the next film where yeah, there's going to be nobody is, in yeah. Gotham and then Gotham is literally ridden with just Batman's Criminals, rogues. villains and crooks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's fine, but I just I just felt it was a bit out of place to me. Fair, fair out of place. And the third act is where I started to kind of... My mind started to wander a bit at times. You even, you even got... Uh, I think after your first... All second viewing, you still didn't understand about when there's a uh, one of the uh, Riddler's goons gets his mask taken off by Gordon and he says, "I am vengeance." Yeah, no. Upon a, se- I I didn't get it, yeah. and then now I, I, when I, upon a third viewing, it made sense that it's 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 not meant to. It's it's symbolic. It's meant mm. to be a representation of you know what Batman really does stand for and what kind of effect yeah. he's having. But 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 here's the thing though, it's not so much what was being done in the scene. It was the way it was shot and edited. I get it, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shot like it was a big reveal of a character. Yeah. Like, I thought, oh, is that meant to be the Riddler? Was the guy with Paul Dano not really mm. the Riddler? Is this, like, was he a yeah. kind of decoy? And that guy was uh, was in the funeral scene. And there was a clear shot focus mm. on him yeah uh saying like oh he's 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 a he's a somebody he's gonna be yeah. he's gonna be doing something and that's why and I he that, didn't look yeah. like him when he was revealed no. No. and um you know i blame that on kind of costume and also the angle, angle they shot he was, him on. He was sh- yeah yeah because exactly. he was very it was a top down well he's shot, a dirty yeah. looking guy anyway dirty yeah. character sorry yeah, yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Um, actor. <laughs> um and in the funeral scene he's like you know he's clean cut we can see what he really looks like here yes. he had clean film on his head he was bruised up by batman punching him in the face because he supposedly took adrenaline which looks i think like, it's, look, me- it's meant to i be, think i, I think, think it's, it's venom to, yeah i think it's a reference to venom i don't think it actually is yeah but i think it's meant to be a it's reference green to for a reason it's, it's green yeah. yes um and adrenaline in real life is not green it's yellow exactly so yeah. there you go yeah. uh yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. it was yeah like, I, I agree with you uh yes. it's a bit confusing at that and i had to be like eh, yeah but even then, upon a second viewing i didn't get it bro but mm-hmm. then my third viewing it does make a bit more sense but again but only after hearing what people say about it and stuff mm. and that's you know but, but again that that could just be like that the film still do it just should have been edited a different way I think, and maybe delivered a different way. Like, mm. come on, the music is delivered like a big dramatic reveal. And I think, uh, you know, I get what they're doing, but just a little bit different. Any other flaws? Uh, I'm also, tr- yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, t- to be honest, a-, a biggest one for me, the length. Mm. I think it's too long. I felt there were quite a lot of sequences you could just just trim. I felt maybe just one, one more rewrite would have made this perfect length i felt mm. i just felt like i said and the length does kind of i think if they shortened it a bit more the editing the editing might have been more coherent i would just like to say it's kind of like my last good point because we're getting to about an hour and 51 minutes of this yeah. i haven't mentioned it my one of my favorite elements is the batmobile i love the batmobile yeah, in this um batmobile, the yeah. first time i saw it it was screaming at me well i saw the design for it when before the film uh, came out with, with, when it was announced and i was like it just looks like a, a car but it's been like it's it's been uh, it's been jacked up. Yeah, and that's exactly what it what, what they're doing it, here. And it's just you just even my great. dad like he just heard it that, looks great, but he, more than anything, it sounds. My dad great. just heard, like me, he just heard that, mm-hmm. and it was like, 
now you're talking. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I first heard it when we uh, when on my yeah. first screening, I was just like, "Fuck, this thing's screaming at me. Yeah. It's terrifying." Yes, it is. Um, yes, you know, is. and it sounds raw, and it's just like, <laughs> but yeah. again, also, and then he fucking stalls it. He stalls- again. It adds to the fucking yeah, but that adds tension it- of the scene because it gives the chance for the villains to get away, but you know they're not really gonna get away not yeah. properly or some of them do and you know again adds to that vulnerability of batman he's a oh, and also it's, it's great it's, it's bulletproof yes but it's also quite vulnerable the maybe, end, maybe the, bro maybe i love this film dude, i'm the, sorry the, but the engine is exposed if if the, yes. if, if um penguin's goons were behind him it, be blow, blow up exactly fucking die. But, but but he's confident enough it doesn't matter he, I, th- I think he's also, yeah. he, he does have that sense of naivety to him. Maybe he designed it that way and hasn't thought about it. But I think he's confident enough that he wouldn't get shot. A bulletproof like, engine. I mean, yeah, yeah that's probably yeah. That is. Probably, I think he's more confident in that he wouldn't yeah. get shot. So and he knows how to drive to avoid those things. Mm. So he's fine. Apparently, there's a yeah. pre there's a prequel book to the film actually, yeah, and it explains comic, about comic book, isn't it? Comic book, comic book comic or book? an actual um novel, an actual novel, whatever. Uh. Um, but he was uh, Bruce Wayne used to be a street racer back in the day. So oh. that's why he's built this car from uh from, oh, from his like youth. A- a previously used mm. race car apparently sounds... i want to read i want to read it i yeah. want to find it somewhere but yeah oh I'd love to read that. Uh, yeah i just wanted to mention the batmobile i love the batmobile no so that's absolutely fine bro what is your final verdict out of 10 on the batman then? my final verdict of this film at the moment i know it'll probably change but what is it at the moment um it's a can i do decimals i know you hate decimals do it if you want i'm gonna give us an 8.7 out of 10 not as high as I thought. Uh, not as low as I thought. Sorry. Yeah. Not as high as I. It, yeah. Not as high as it's I thought. A, it's a masterpiece. It's definitely is a masterpiece. Mm. Uh, I commend what Matt Reeves is doing to it. I commend what Matt Reeves is doing for the character of Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love his exploration of orphans uh, with Riddler, Cat, Catwoman, and Batman. Obviously, I I I, I think it's genuinely great. Uh, it's still not my favorite Batman because I think the Dark Knight is so well balanced. Mm. I know Batman's he's. Batman is a secondary character, but I think everybody else kind of shares the energy in that film. This is a pure Batman film. Yeah. Yeah. I also think the Dark Knight's paced better. I think there's some slight yes. pacing issues towards the end of the film of this yeah. one. I think just some slower scenes that should have been faster, some faster yeah. scenes that should have been slower. The script is tighter. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Knight is so tight. Mm. Again, even the... But like I said, that's my favourite Batman film. Even the Dark Knight, I think, could have been trimmed in a couple of areas. The scene where they go to find Lau is way too long. Yeah. I felt that. But that's the only bit I felt should have been trimmed. Well, this found a lot of scenes. Dark Knight Rises, for me, uh, I do love that film, but it's not a Batman film. It's a Bruce Wayne film. Yeah. Um, even then, he's kind of cast off to the sidelines a bit. Yeah, but then again, uh, I, I won't argue with that because... Batman has such an, an interesting world of characters, not just his rogues, not just him, mm-hmm. but he, everything, everything to do with the politics of the world, everything to do with how uh, Gotham itself runs as a city. It's so, again, this film is dense because of the amount of material is it, it, it has to play off of. It, yes. the, the material is dense enough. And I think I commend him for doing what he does in two hours and 56 minutes. Yeah. Or two okay. hours... 50 because obviously you got the credits and shit like that but yeah yeah, yeah i get that yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. but yeah my overall thoughts is this is my one of my fa- one of my favorite I'm, i don't want to say superhero film i'm gonna say comic book film yeah comic book film. Yeah. a superhero film i i see as a, as a marvel film and stuff this is yeah. a yeah. a detective story um yeah and that's why i have to say on that it's my favorite comic book film in a very long time. Great, no, that's good. No, that's good. I hope the sequel does better. Yeah, I, but that's I a that's, so, that's yeah. a big ask. That is a very big. It's got a lot to live up to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, yeah, no, that's the thing. Yeah, the, the I, my overall final verdict would be an eight. 
out of 10. I don't do decimal scores, so I'll just give it an 8. It's clo- obviously it's closer to a 9 than a 7, definitely. That, yeah. That's how I do it. Yeah, I don't yeah, do decimals, yeah. I say it's closer to whatever. Cool, cool, cool. And it's definitely an 8, uh, an eight out of 10, closer to a 9. And y- like I said, I didn't think it was perfect. I, don't, I can't say I loved it. I Just mm. because those... I don't know. Like I said, I, I can't say I love any film where I do kind of like find problems in a whole act of the movie. Like I, like I said, I found the third act to be quite a struggle to get through the third time mm. round. I found it just a little bit long. I was kind of, and again, it's not great, Simon. I'm kind of hoping the film's ending. I'm like, mm. I kind of just want the film to end now, you know, and, that's, yeah. and that ain't good. <clears throat> but like I said, the things it gets right are the most right I've seen a Batman film get it. So mm. I think this is setting up what could be like, like like look at batman begins to the dark knight mm. like the dark knight is vastly superior to most people yeah uh, compared to that like if we could get like a dark knight level sequel with this film mm. we we may get like the best comic book yeah. movie ever made uh daniel friedloss i've been very happy to do another film review again it's been a long time so and what we're going to do next guys is we're going to uh, hopefully next we're going to do a cobra kai themed episode yeah which is sorry be... if you don't know if you don't like cobra kai or if you've never but seen if cobra have, kai okay, but if you haven't if you don't know what cobra kai is just watch what it. are you doing <laughs> go fucking watch it yeah. it is in my opinion one of the top five best shows on netflix it is Ugh. incredible even if you haven't seen the karate kid which is a spin-off from yeah still watch it bro I, I, guys i don't i'm not that big on the karate kid and yet i still absolutely adore the <clears> thing so yes actually the thing is brash i've spoken to two friends from uni who are really excited about us doing a cobra kai episode can't wait so can't there wait. you go there's loads of people i know who love it more it's, content exactly guys this has been the 2325 film cast it has been i am riyad ali i am signing off i'm daniel friedloss and i'm signing off so guys uh yep hope hope to listen to you hope to see you soon uh, Listen to us. It's fun. (laughs) Speak to you later, guys. I'm vengeance.